But the crypto stuff, you know, this is uh, this is what you call being an idiot with your money, at least in the short term. Welcome to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian, and we're going to talk about how not to be an idiot with your money. And yet we have an example of people being idiots with their money. So I have an article from CNBC. It's about crypto. And I'm going to read this. Check it out. Most millennial millionaires have the bulk of their wealth in crypto, and they're planning to add more in 2022 despite the recent price declines, according to the CNBC Millionaire Survey. 83% of millennial millionaires own cryptocurrencies, according to the survey. The crypto holdings of millennial millionaires stand in stark contrast to older generations of millionaires and could create a new dilemma for wealth management firms and how they work with clients. Most millennial millionaires have the bulk of their wealth in crypto, the bulk of their wealth, and they're planning to add more in 2022 despite the recent price declines. Fully 83% of millennial millionaires own cryptocurrencies, according to the survey, which polls investors with investable assets of a million or more. More than half, 53%, have at least 50% of their wealth in crypto, and nearly a third have at least three quarters of their wealth in Bitcoin, Ether, and other types of cryptocurrency, according to the survey. The crypto holdings of millennial millionaires stand in stark contrast to older generations of millionaires. Only 4% of baby boomers hold any cryptocurrency, while more than three quarters of Gen X investors don't own any crypto. The results suggest that crypto is creating a vast generational schism in investing in wealth creation. While older generations of millionaires are still largely skeptical of crypto and its future, cryptocurrencies have become the primary source of wealth creation and asset growth for many younger investors who got in early and have seen rapid returns. This is a big difference between different generations of wealth, said George Walper, president of Spectrum Group, which conducts the survey with CNBC. Despite the recent price declines in Bitcoin and other crypto, Millennial millionaires have no plans to dial back their crypto investing. About half, 48%, plan to add to their holdings over the next 12 months, while another 39% plan to maintain their current crypto levels. Only 6% of millennial millionaires plan to reduce their crypto investments over the next year. While plans could change, you know, I mean, if half of them think they're going to add next year, then that might not happen. By the way, I want to talk a little bit about the generational stuff. This is real. You know, there's big differences between the generations. The millennials have a reputation for being financial idiots. And this is a result of taking out too many student loans, uh, having too much debt, not being able to buy a house, not being able to get married, all that stuff. And now what you're seeing in the housing market is that the millennials have finally gotten old enough that they can buy houses. So that's kind of what's, it's partly what's causing this surge in housing prices. But yeah, yeah, the millennials, you know, have not done well financially as a generation. So this is about asset allocation, okay? It always comes back to asset allocation. And I say that you should have your money in five different asset classes. Stocks, bonds, cash, gold, and real estate. Okay, five different asset classes. Now, if you want to invest in crypto, 
that's fine. That is another asset class, but I put that in the gold bucket. So if you have 20% stocks, 20% bonds, 20% cash, 20% gold, 20% real estate, maybe you have 17% gold and 3% crypto or something like that, okay? And the crypto really should be no more than 2% of your net worth, okay? So I have some crypto and I've been getting my shit pushed in and it's fine because crypto is only about 1% of my net worth. So if crypto goes down 80% and I make money everywhere else, it doesn't really make that big of a difference. So this is a failure in portfolio construction, okay? And it's a story about being too concentrated in one asset class, which happens all over the place. And for most people, it's in stocks. Most people, they have 80% of their money in stocks, 90%, 100% of their money in stocks. And for the younger people, they have 80%, 90%, 100% of their money in crypto. It's not good. You have to be diversified across asset classes. And it's not just, you know, we can talk about diversification for a little bit because diversification is really no defense against a bear market. And I think people understand this intuitively, but people say, well, you know, I own 10 different cryptos, so I'm diversified. Well, yeah, but if all of crypto goes down, you know, correlations pick up, you're gonna get smushed, right? It's the same thing with stocks. Like people say, well, I have this diversified portfolio. I have energy and healthcare and tech and financials, great. The market went down 30% and all your stocks went down 30%. It's all the same asset class. This is why the only kind of diversification that works is diversification across asset classes. So that's why we have the awesome portfolio. 83% of millennial millionaires own crypto. Now, I'm, fr I'm very good friends with a guy who's 51 years old, but he invests like a millennial. And he I would say he has you know 50% of his portfolio is in crypto. And there's a lot of people out there who are just gorked up on crypto. And this is about the time, you know, I've been sitting around watching TV and I'm like, okay, we have the Matt Damon commercial for crypto.com, which is, I mean, they're going into space and like sailing ships. And I'm like, this is, it's not good. Fortune favors the brave. That's what it is. Uh, you had all the stuff for FDX during the, um, during the baseball playoffs, you had the umpires that had FTX patches on their uniforms. Uh, and now, this is the best one of all. Brian Armstrong, the CEO of Coinbase, just bought a house in LA that cost $133 million. One of the, one of the most expensive houses in the country. $133 million. The guy that runs Coinbase. A lot of stupid money out there. I mean, that's a sentiment indicator if you ever saw one. So now Coinbase is an amazing business. They rake in cash. They make billions of dollars a year. It's actually a better business than the stock exchanges and the derivatives exchanges. It's a much better business and it's actually cheaper. But the problem is what happens if crypto goes down 80% and stays down there for five years? Okay, so that's not going to be good for Coinbase. And don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I love this stuff and I'm very bullish on the technology. But I'm bearish on the sentiment around it, which is getting kind of stale and expired in the price action. You know, I own this stuff. And you have this guy, Pomp, you've probably seen him on Twitter. Like, on the way up, 
Every time Bitcoin went up a thousand bucks, he was tweeting about it. He was demented. He was tweeting about it like every five seconds, every time it went up a thousand bucks. And now it's on the way down and he's like, well, you know, you got to think long term and, you know, buy and hold. And Jesus, you know, the, the whole thing was fun while it lasted. So it would be poetic justice if the millennials got waxed on this stuff. I also think it's interesting that we have millennial millionaires because... Well, I guess it's not that interesting. I mean, they are 40 at this point. The oldest millionaire millennials are 40. So, you know, Generation Xers like myself, like we're in between. So we probably have the right amount of crypto. Okay. And Generation X is the financially smartest generation out there. And I love being part of Generation X. That's my generation. Fuck you. That's my generation. It's the best thing in the world. By the way, I was never a big um, guitar rock or metal guy, but whenever I hear "Killing in the Name" by Rage Against Machine, I get I get goosebumps. It's it's so good because that is my generation. So angry, <laughs> it's awesome. You know, when I was in the '90s, I was going to a lot of like punk rock concerts, and I was moshing, moshing. You know, the, the thing without being in a mosh pits. I mean, mosh pits are great. Um, except when you had like these, you know, six foot three skinheads and they'd start like windmilling their fists around, you know, they were just like all these bony guys. And I used to jump off the stage, you know, get crowd surf, stuff like that. I mean, I, I did all that stuff. So, you know, people were worried about my generation, like, because we were nuts. Like people said, these kids are crazy. They said, they literally said at the time, I, I am genuinely concerned about the future of our country with, with these kids. And guess what? Now we are responsible, upstanding citizens. In fact, we run the place. Okay. We make sure this place runs smoothly and nobody pays attention to us. But we were big time miscreants back in the 1990s. I mean, like big time authority haters, subversive. And now we pay taxes and go to church. Now, what about that statistic? You've seen these statistics like 70% of Gen Z are socialists. I don't know the number. I'm making up a number. It's I, I don't remember the number, It's but it's a high number. It's, it's like 50 or something percent. Um, I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. You know, I mean, they're going to be voting Republican when they turn 45. And when I was in high school, I actually had a USSR flag t-shirt that I used to wear around and I wasn't a communist, but I used to wear it just to tweak people. And, uh, I got it from the mall. <laughs> this is before hot topic. And, uh, yeah, yeah. People were probably really worried about us. But the crypto stuff, you know, this is uh, this is what you call being an idiot with your money, at least in the short term. I mean, if you if you hang on for five to ten years, I think you'll be happy. Anyway, now I'm old, I'm fat, my hip hurts, and these kids can get off my lawn. Tune in next time when we talk about boomers who are the luckiest bastards of all time, who got rinsed in two market crashes and still have zillions of dollars. The good news is they're going to leave it to the millennials and the Xers. The bad news is, is that my parents really don't have much money, so I am shit out of luck because I would love an inheritance. I'm Jared Dillian. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. See you next time.